Blog Talk Radio. John chapter 19, verse 1. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They clothed him in a purple robe and went up to him again and again, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they struck him in the face. Once more, Pilate came out and said to the Jews, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and their officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! But Pilate answered, you take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. The Jews insisted, we have a law, and according to that law, he must die, because he claimed to be the son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid, and he went back inside the palace. Where do you come from? He asked Jesus, but Jesus gave him no answer. Do you refuse to speak to me, Pilate said? Don't you realize I have the power either to free you or to crucify you? Jesus answered, you would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to set Jesus free, but the Jews kept shouting, If you let this man go, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who claims to be a king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judge's seat at the place known as the Stone Pavement, which in Aramaic is Gabbatha. It was the day of preparation of Passover week, about the sixth hour. Here is your king, Pilate said to the Jews, but they shouted, take him away, take him away, crucify him. Shall I crucify your king, Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar, the chief priests answered. Finally, Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. So the soldiers took charge of Jesus, carrying his own cross. He went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. Here they crucified him with, and with him two others, one on each side and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, 
king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read the sign for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, do not write the king of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be king of the Jews. Pilate answered, but I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled, which said, they divided my garments among them and cast lots for my clothes. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and a disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Later, knowing that all was now completed, and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar, or pasca, was there, so they soaked a sponge in it and put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. It is interesting that Jesus said these very powerful words before he died. It is finished. In the Greek text, it is one word, tetelestai. It is a word that is in the perfect indicative passive. It is finished, cried Jesus, not in a voice that would indicate he was fading away, but in a powerful voice, in a power-filled voice. And Jesus shouted from the cross the victory that he had secured for all mankind. For God so loved the world, we read in John 3.16, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not die but have eternal life. It is finished, shouted Jesus in the English English text. We have this wonderful statement from Jesus. And in this statement, we put our trust. It is finished. What is finished? The substitutionary death of Jesus for all people. Jesus surrendered his life. He gave his life so that you and I may have eternal life. 
John chapter 1. Behold, said the prophet, behold the Lamb of God that takes away, that bears away the sin of the world. And so he did. And so he is the Savior. He is the rescuer. He is one, the one whom God sent to drag you and I out of danger, eternal danger. Brothers and sisters, he is the Son of God. He did die for you, and he did die for me. We believe into his name for eternal life. And so is the emphasis in the Greek text. We believe into the person of Jesus. That is, there, there is that initial belief into him, and then one grows in that initial belief. It is not static. It is not that one receives Jesus merely at a point in time. It is that one has the initial belief into the person of Jesus and grows in that belief through the study of the word of God. One becomes a disciple of Jesus. That is, amathetes. The word mathetes is translated or transliterated into English as disciple. Amathetes is one who accepts instruction and allows that instruction to be his rule of conduct. Amathetes means more than a pupil or learner. It means that one is an adherent who accepts the instruction given to him and makes it his rule of conduct. And so, beloved, if one truly believes the words of Jesus, it is finished. He or she becomes a disciple, a follower of the person of Jesus Christ. He or she is transformed by the Holy Spirit who makes us brand new, who gives us eternal life. And we are saved by the washing of regeneration through the word of God. He makes all things new. Would you like for God to make all things new in your life at this moment? Come before the, the word of uh, the person of Jesus. Offer that prayer up to God and ask God to rescue you from your sin. The blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin. It is through the precious blood of Jesus that God bought his church. If you want to be washed of your sins, if you want a brand new life, if you want to be set free from sin and evil, if you want to walk in freedom, the ultimate freedom that only God can give through Jesus, you must come before Jesus. And you must believe on the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, First Corinthians 15. 
You must believe that Jesus died, that he was buried, and he rose again on the third day for your justification. That is, so that you may be made right with God. He is the one who has reconciled us to God. He is the one who has given you and I the imputed righteousness that is accepted by God. It is through the imputed righteousness of Christ that is his righteousness is reckoned to your account, which is why God no longer sees your sin or mine. God sees his son, his sacrifice. God sees the precious blood of Jesus applied to your sin and mine. Beloved, you can be free. You can be really free, and you can know that you are really free if you believe into the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will not be merely religious. I am not talking about religion. I am talking about biblical forensics and what the Bible teaches about the person of Jesus. And the preciousness of the salvation that he has brought to you. Jesus died on the cross. Listen to his words. Say his words. It is finished. God casts your sin and mine into the sea of forgetfulness. And God never again brings up our sin. He sets us free in Christ Jesus. He gives us a brand new life, a brand new purpose, so that you and I can walk in newness of life. When you get a moment, read 1 Corinthians 15 and read Paul's letter to the Ephesians, because I want you to know what God has given you in the person of Jesus. You have been made accepted in the beloved. You have been made accepted in the beloved. Who is the beloved? Christ Jesus. He has purchased your salvation. You have an eternal righteousness in Christ. You have an eternal standing before God because of what Jesus has done. Come to Jesus. Receive him as your Savior and be set free. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.